Millions of Americans are getting back to work. CareerBuilder calls it the great rehire. And we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. CareerBuilder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to CareerBuilder.com today or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast at CareerBuilder.com. Art of Relationship Show is copywritten. No one is to use any portion of the show without express written consent. From myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format. Plus, applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> hey, welcome everybody. It is uh, Greg back here live. Uh, sorry for missing uh, yesterday's episode due to a little bit of a scheduling conflict. Um, that, of course, was on me, as always. I want to own that. So, welcome <coughs> to the Art of Relationships show, uh, which is usually, typically, Monday through Friday uh, at 12 noon Eastern Time Live. You can call me anytime with any topics, um, any questions you want to talk during the live show. Give me a call at 313-736-5157. One more time. That is 313-736-5157, and you can get that number and the information on uh, my public figure page as well um, at facebook.com slash Detroit's Love Guru. Okay, you check it out. My website, of course, is theartofrelationships.org, and join the discussion below, okay? Monday... Yeah, it was Monday. I had to think for a minute. Talked about you know communication and how much communication can kill passion. So I'm going to follow up with a lot of this information and you know dynamics of relationships. I always talk about the total connection, about the mind, body, heart, and soul. And part of those aspects, the you know five components going to get into with relationships that sort of further propel those issues, okay, or try to remedy those issues are talking about communication we talked about Monday. Gonna talk a little bit, you know, really brief about that today. Talk, okay, you have communication, you have the body, okay, what else do you have? Of course, emotions slash feelings, and I'll describe that a little bit too. And what about power, okay? What about power and creativity? Is there a balance of power in the relationship? Do you feel like there is an equivalent um, of power in a relationship? Or are you the one that's always kissing butt? You're the one that's not being heard. And you know what? You're more or less the relationship is dictated around your partner. Or look at yourself and humble yourself and get out of the grandiosity. Or maybe your fear, if you don't control it, you know what? You can't handle it. So you'll crumble. So you got to maintain that control, that OCD aspect. And it's very stressful, not only on you, I know that, but also on your uh, 
family members as well, your partner and your kids. So those are the areas and I'm gonna, you know what, address communication real quick since you know you can catch that episode as always go to the save videos on my facebook page okay you can go under videos you'll see them they're all uh usually chronological i think and also uh by title of the subject matter okay so again join me in the discussion below give me a call 313-736-5157 and give me you know what Give me your ideas, give me your insights, give me your challenges that you're going through and I wanna help you, you know what, have the relationship that you always craved and also, and think about this, one of my other slogans I say often is, you know what, how often are you intentional with your love and how, you know what, often is your partner intentional with their love towards you, okay? Something to think about. So, quickly, communication aspect are you communicating in a, a way that you push each other away or are you bringing them closer to you simple you know do you talk to one another like you care what they have to say okay are you listening to learn what they have to say to learn what they feel and also you know what is your partner doing the same thing are they talking at you instead of with you are they trying to inquire about how you feel versus that it's right or wrong you get me so when you start communicating from a point of wanting to learn you know what wanting to understand it's going to go a long way you're going to feel a lot more respected you're going to feel a lot more loved not only you but your partner as well so these are areas and facets where i want you to be able to look at you know what are you doing this so communicate from a place of interest a place of care and concern what your partner is going through or experience you know throughout the day and it will you know what catapult wonders for you in your relationship not only that it's gonna you know what you use these strategies and it's gonna catapult relationships throughout your whole life you know workplace relationship friends family that type of aspect that doesn't mean you're gonna be gullible. That doesn't mean you're gonna be a doormat or people pleaser, right? You're going after because you care, you concern, you wanna learn what's going on with your partner. And hopefully they take that same remedy. That doesn't mean you sell yourself out. That doesn't mean that you know what, that you're a doormat all the time. You still are able to speak your needs. You know what, I feel this way and I'm not going to be in a relationship where I feel disrespected or I, I don't feel desired or I don't feel loved, that type of thing. You get me? So go after communication styles in a form that you care, you want to listen versus get defensive and angry all the time or are you actually going after, you know what, you're trying to attack and be right or wrong with one another. It's going to destroy the relationship, and as I talked about on Monday, it's going to kill the passion if it hasn't already, and, you know, going after remedies to be able to, you know what, correct that and to be more connected, okay? Also, you know, going from communication, it could trigger emotions, right? Let's face it, the emotions, communication, they're all intertwined, right? Someone disrespects you, cheats on you, lies to you, you get me? does something you don't like, um, typically you're gonna get pissed, you're gonna get angry, I get all that, okay? So with relationships, you know what, the second aspect, you know, communication, of course, but when you are emotionally hurt, can you speak in a safe manner? And most people emotionally 
want to speak, right? They might attack. They might want to degrade, belittle, because you did this to me, you did that to me, so I'm going to make you feel like crap back, right? No, not at all. So with relationships, the emotional aspects of it, you want to get to a place where you feel safe talking about anything with each other, okay? It's huge. So you want to feel emotionally safe. You want to feel important. You want to feel that you're a prior priority and that you're cherished by your partner. Now, this doesn't mean, okay, I don't want to be taken out of context. This doesn't mean you're going to get your way all the time. This doesn't mean you are going to be agreed with all the time. Hell no. But even if you are disagreed with, it's still done in a way that you still feel loved and cherished and honored. Big time, okay? And I tell people as I describe it, you know what, how we feel, you know, the anger, the hurt, the disrespect, all those things, frustrated, you name it, okay? Um, how we emote with them. The emotions is the expressions of those feelings. So work on you know what, how are you expressing your hurt? How are you expressing your anger? How are you expressing that you don't feel desired? Are you attacking one another? Or are you, you know what, making that partner feel safe enough that they're gonna listen and not run away, not hide, not, you know what, blow up back. And we can't, you're right, we can't control everybody else around us. We can't control, you know, what our partner feels, whatever, but we can have a role in how they feel. And we have a role in trying to teach maybe how they respond to us, what we're not going to tolerate, and what we like, okay? So we have communication. We have emotional, right? Emotional safety. You want to feel safe in a relationship. Important. Cherish. Absolutely. And you look at what areas that you don't feel this in, and you know what? What is needed to go after them, okay? What is needed for you to feel safe, to feel you know what, that you are cherished, that you are desired, that you are respected big time, okay? So the third aspect, we're going to get to the body. Oh, yeah, baby, shake it. <laughs> and looking at, you know, the body, it's sort of ironic with the other things. When people first start dating, okay, you know, they communicate. Oh, my God, you know, like Monday, talked about you used to talk for hours. Now you don't talk at all. You don't know what to say, what to talk about. The emotions, right? You felt safe. You felt heard. You felt listened to. Oh, my God, they cared about what you had to say. They cared about if you were sad, if you had a bad day. And it goes away, right? And you look at what the hell happened that we were so great, and it goes away. These are the areas I'm covering, the five areas, right? So the third one is the body. It's sort of ironic how... Were you used to, you know, sort of giggly? Were you playful? You know what? Were you seductive? Did you sort of, you know what, flirt with one another when you first started dating? You could look at each other and just want to devour each other sexually and taste each other all over the place. Yeah, remember those days, people? Did you love it? You know what? Did you crave each other? That you could just ache for one another, you know, when you didn't see him for a while or see her for a while, right? You can just imagine you would explore each other's bodies out of maybe curiosity that you wanted to learn how they felt how what they loved what they didn't like what felt phenomenal for them what made you know what the moan and scream and ecstasy what made their toes curl you know what with their bodies right what maybe 
you know what, you cared about areas that they were maybe insecure with and you helped remedy that situation. And now as the relationship progresses, you know, goes over in time, what happens to that? Where is the excitement? Where is, now it's gone. All those things you used to do, you found wonderment. You found, you know what, curiosity and trying to please your partner and them pleasing you and what you loved and what you didn't like. And you know what, the seduction aspect of it, the caressing, the sensuality of it that you used to have. And not only that, what about the animalistic aspects of the body that you just craved them so much and you showed each other that? What happened? Did it go away? What caused it to go away? So you're looking, was it the emotional aspects? Was it the communication? Like I mentioned previously, okay? Is that what killed the emotion? And it's sort of ironic where a lot of physical aspects, you know what, they're not the ones that kill the passion. It's usually not feeling safe, the emotional and the communication aspects, which are, uh, you know, intertwined, right? But with the body aspects, you know what, were you able to you know what, be playful. Maybe you had a little bit of tickle going back and forth. Maybe you grabbed each other's booties, you know, as you're walking by, a little slap on the booty or a grab on the butt. And oh my God, you know, they loved it. And maybe the guy loves it too, but you've never done it. And you were playful. You explored each other's bodies big time. You experimented what they liked, what they didn't like. Great, and you were willing, you were open to try new things sexually okay and then it's gone what the hell happened to it so these are areas that I want you to look at and you know what look at what the hell happened and how do I want them to return so we can get more passion back we can get more connected emotionally back and we can talk freely and openly and laugh more and not walk on eggshells because we're afraid to hurt each other or piss each other off, okay? That's not our intent. Our intent is to be able to talk about anything, okay? So, looking at those, again, you know, communication one, emotions, feelings, number two, and the body. I just described number three. Now, I'm going to get into number four. And I mentioned this previously <clears throat> just a little bit about the power struggle in the relationship. Do you feel that there is a power struggle in the relationship, okay? And this could be sex, money, emotions, decision-making. All these aspects make up, you know what, the power struggles in a relationship. And of course, I don't want power struggles, okay? I want equality. I want a balance. Here, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be controlling now and say what I want, <laughs> what I want in couples, whatever their definition is. You know, I want you to feel like there's a balance in a relationship or in a marriage. However, some people don't want that because they're controlling, because they're insecure that, you know what, they want everything their way. They want everything this way. They, it's got to be, you know, black and white, right or wrong. There's no gray in the middle. If you do it this way, it's wrong because it's not the way I want you to do it. And it becomes very, very uh, cumbersome, and it becomes a huge, huge mess in a relationship because the partner that feels like they have no say so, no power in the relationship, they're gonna feel, you know what, neglected. They're gonna feel resentful and it's going to build over time and it's going to pop. So look at the power struggles in the relationship and this comes from, you know, are you yelling at each other? Are you screaming, arguing all the time? You know what? Are you being fair? Are you taking each other into consideration 
and you know what having common courtesy with each other instead of saying you know I'm going out with the guys tonight I could care less what you say or think I'm going anyways that's disrespectful right or the I've had clients ladies in my I'm going out I don't like staying home so I'm going out and if he doesn't like it that's just too bad I'm like damn you know what where is your sense of common courtesy mutual respect for one another and a lot of relationships in marriage as you know if there is a power struggle it's going to come out in your communication styles that's going to come out in how you feel right and you want to feel equal you want to feel as close to equal as possible and some people i call it the balance in a relationship and this cuts across all areas and this you know what is there a power maybe struggle sexually in your relationship and I'm not talking power like you know bondage and dominatrix I'm talking about a power struggle where one person has a lot higher desire you know sexually than the other one or the other one I tell people all the time the one that has the least amount of desire sexual desire in a relationship they're the ones that have the power and the control over sex in the relationship right it sounds sort of petty but that's the way it is, right? Because they're the ones that might say no, and then you feel rejected, you feel not love, not desire, and it turns into this, and then all of a sudden, okay, you don't make me feel this way sexually, so guess what, you know what? You're a stay-at-home mother or stay-at-home wife, and I make all the financial decisions, and I'm not gonna go to you. So it turns into this tit-for-tat, you get me? Where you feel weak, or you have no power in the relationship in one area, awesome, pretty soon I'm gonna make myself have power in this area, and it's almost like a tit-for-tat, well, almost. It, it becomes a tit-for-tat, and it becomes, uh, you know what, an issue of, you know what, a lack of power and balance in a relationship. And it could be, you know, fine financial. Maybe you feel like you pay all the bills that the other one should do all the work in the house, right? What is equally contributed and what is that power balance and how do you work together so there isn't, you know what, that imbalance of power. Like I said, some people love that power. Some people love it because they want to be controlling. Some people love it because of insecurities and everything has to go according to their plans or expectations or they freak out and they'll crumble and they can't handle it, okay? So coming down to the fifth element that you know sort of look at in relationships is creativity, okay? How much creativity is in your relationship? And you know what, this is very subjective, okay, with creativity. Some people creativity, oh, we're watching a, a new movie we never saw before on the couch, even though we sit on the couch every night and watch a movie. You get me? So this is very subjective, and it comes in with creativity, you know what, and doing stuff. And a lot of people, you know, view this, of course, creativity in the bedroom. Are you being sexually you know what, experimental sexually in the bedroom or countertops or whatever. What does that mean to you? Do you want to change it up? Do you want to, you know, sort of integrate sex toys into your relationship, into your sexual repertoire? Do you want to role play? Do you want to, you know, dress, you know, more sexy, more slutty? And that goes for guys too, you know what? Do you want to dance with each other? Do you want to, whatever creativity means to you sexually, but also what it means to you outside of the bedroom doesn't mean about doing different things it could be maybe you've never played board games yahtzee freaking sorry trouble whatever you know what dominoes whatever you cards that you enjoy and you want to maybe do stuff together you want to change up your routine so creativity in a relationship 
is, you know what, maybe it's gone and it went away and you're like, what the hell happened, right? It's almost like we got into a routine, you know, go to work, come home, eat, bills, go to sleep, you know, type of thing or help the kids with homeworks. And all of a sudden we allow, maybe we allow the kids and we allow other family members and friends to take our creativity in the relationship away. We allow that instead of looking at, you know what, this is important to us. Our relationship, our marriage is crucial. It's a priority. And what are we doing to breathe life into it and be creative with each other? And this goes, you know what, so liven it up. What do you need to do? Maybe you're used to, you know, I'm a huge R&B old school fan. You know, all the slow, you know, Barry White and frickin' Luther and Freddie Jackson and I could go on Jodeci and um, I could go on and on and on. <laughs> um, Johnny Gill, you name it, okay? So uh, I'm a huge fan. So maybe, you know what, you're always putting the mood music on, wanting to, you know, make love all seductive, being all smooth and sensual. Maybe, you know what, you want to put some ACDC hell's bells on, right? Or you want to, you know, try to have sex, wild sex to your favorite, you know, hair band of the freaking 80s or 90s and, you know, freak it up and rock it, rock it out a little bit and add a little more excitement, a lot, little more, um, you know what, something new to create your sex life. And also, you know what, outside of the bedroom because it's ironic how, when you know you have creativity outside the bedroom how it also breeds nice choice of words Greg how it breeds creativity in the bedroom also if you have that in the bedroom the creativity how it sort of transfers there's a better word than breed right how it transfers outside the bedroom in your maybe daily life so look at these elements people okay look at you know what do you communicate to learn out of care, concern for one another, okay, the emotional aspects, do you feel safe, do you feel special, do you feel cherished in your relationship, do you feel, you know what, emotionally safe, how you talk and being able to communicate that you're cared about, do you, the body aspect, right, you know what, are you still seducing each other, are you using foreplay, do you play a little bit, are you exploring each other, um, those type of things. Are you, you know, using playful aspects, uh, role play, whatever, to kick up the body sensations, okay? And integrate the five senses as well. You know, sight, smell, you know, what you hear, what you taste, what you touch, right? Bring those back, bring those alive again, okay? And of course, like I just finished up with, the power struggles. What are they in your relationship? How can they be resolved, if possible, and you know what? Bring in creativity back into your relationship, okay? Doing stuff outside the bedroom as well as your sexual repertoire, okay? Whatever creativity means. Maybe come out of your comfort zone and you're a little bit scared, a little bit uneasy about it. Embrace it. Yeah, this is new. You know what? Not only with maybe coming out of your comfort zone, there might be also a little bit of fear, but also, right, there might be some excitement. So bring that up. You know what? Electrify these elements in your relationship and you'd be surprised how much you will start feeling more connected again in the passion and just your liveliness of your relationship or marriage will come about. will start springing forward again, okay? So check out my website, theartofrelationships.org, people. Um, check the show out. Monday through Friday, the Art of Relationship show right here on Facebook, my public figure page, facebook.com slash 
Detroit's love guru. Peace and love to everybody out there, okay? Take care. Now you can get McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich. McDonald's spicy crispy chicken sandwich. And or filet of fish. Any two for just six bucks. Sounds really good, doesn't it? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. A single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer.